Um, yeah. Ba da 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 da. My time to shine. Got your singing in my head. It's time to shine. Yo, we are back. I'm so excited. Um, welcome to Who the is Delia. Hi, mum. You're right. Um, I'm covering the plight of the creative who might or might not yet be Donald Glover. Yeah, that guy can do everything. Yeah, he's amazing. He really can do everything. So, yeah. Um, do I introduce people? You go for it, man. I'm just going to go you for, go it. for it. It's your first one back Thanks. in a while. So. Yeah. Hi, uh, I'm T. Uh, nice <laughs> Hi, to meet T. everybody. <laughs> Hi, T. Oh. Hello, T. Uh, who else is here? I'm an alcoholic. Shell's getting a bit too comfortable. Who else is here? Me. Oh, I'm yeah. here. Uh, hi, I'm here. Alex. Cool. Go on, Shell. Good. Hi, I'm Shell. And then we've got a new guest with us this week. Yeah, we've got one. Jack Light with us this yeah, week. Hi, Jack. Hey, hey, Thanks Jack. for joining us. No problem. Thanks for having me. So Alex is Alex knows more about what you do than anyone else. Yeah. Sure, Obviously, yeah. I've seen you live a few times, but Alex is talking about these other companies before, and I was like, stop talking about them. Wait till the podcast because I don't mm-hmm. want to know. Yeah. I want to hear from you. Well, Jack is <clears throat> rapper, yeah, video yeah. producer, mix engineer, master yeah, engineer so. with yeah, uh, some entre- vocals and yeah, yeah, entrepreneur with uh, Woo Boom. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a sick name. Why is it called Woo Boom? So I used to say Woo a lot and Boom. So, <laughs> no, no, legit. It sounds really corny, but um, <laughs> that's amazing. If someone I, like messages me and like says, um, "Oh, hey, how you doing?" and I reply, "Yeah, not too bad, thanks. How are you?" And they're like, good, I'll say woo or like boom. And it's just like, I don't know, it's weird. It's that, you know, people say man a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh yeah, man, or yeah, dude, or. Yeah. That was kind of my like, the word. That's, that's I just cool. slot in. I like how organic that together before the No, company. never. Oh. Yeah. It just worked, I guess. Yeah, it does work. Woo boom. Woo boom. <laughs> I love it. Woo boom, yeah. I really love that. That's why you called it that as well. <laughs> so with yeah. them, with, with woo boom then, so it's video production. Mm-hmm and audio production yeah i guess so yeah so um i mix a lot of vocals so i do my own like um, vocal production for my raps and yeah all of that so why not do it for other people as well that's kind of my speciality of what i like doing do you work specifically with rappers or anybody else it's mostly been rappers to be honest like Mm. i've done a few singers but it's kind of a different world of like production i guess yeah like rappers i know where certain things sit and if i get sent like um you know, a main layer than stabs and ad libs is it's kind of what I know more. That's yeah. interesting. I wanna like talk about that maybe not right now, but in a bit. Yeah. Bit, yeah sure. I don't think I've ever produced a rapper. No. It's I produce... very easy. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't say that. You want people to come to you. Because, no, I know, I know. Because then they it's easy if you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah right. There you go. Do you have a vocalist feature on your own stuff? I have done quite a lot, but I find um so over my time, like, I've been rapping for about 11, 12 years now. I started when I was 12. Mm. And now... Um, Shit, that's young. I know, it was a long time ago. Fair enough. Um, but we can get onto that in a bit. <laughs> um, but a lot of what I do is quite isolated in a way of like, I write for myself and I don't write in the sense of getting someone else in to jump on that track because oh, okay. it's my track. And it's really selfish and something I need to get out of. But I know, but do you know what I mean? Like when you're yeah. writing a song, you write that song for you and... If you want someone else in it, it's not their their song. It's not their um, they're not in your head when you're writing that. Yeah, and it's not it's not their baby, is it? Exactly. Yeah. And when collaborations come, it's great. And it it does happen. It's, it happens quite a lot. But 
I write for me foremost. Yeah. And if I want someone else to jump in, then fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would say fine. I'm the same, but then yeah. you're talking to someone who's totally the opposite here, who like writes a track and is like, okay, who can who can be yeah, on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, it it depends because sometimes I feel like sometimes I feel like all right, it just gets to a point where I'm like, cool, I've got to to where I need to get to with this song. Mm-hmm. I wonder what someone else can do with it. But I, yeah. I I think it depends on the song because I get sometimes it's like if I get someone else on it, it will ruin it and I know that. So mm. I'm just going to do it myself because that will be my baby. I only really have that with you. <laughs> like, I would be like, because obviously you, me and you could, you and I, you know, that's an audio feature. Let's get it right. Yeah, go ahead. Um, like, we co-produce mm-hmm. all the Delia stuff. Mm-hmm. So I only have that with you in a sense that I'm like, I'm taking this to the, to my, to the, to the point that I can take it to right now. I'm going to see what T can do on it. Mm-hmm. I don't have that with anyone else really apart from like vocalists shell and ollie because that's that's who we write with you know and you know and that you guys do the melodies a lot of the melodies and stuff but i don't really have that with anyone else mm. I, I think i feel like it's and, and even sometimes i'm like precious giving it to you i'm like <laughs> yeah. yeah this is sound but this is my thing i want to produce <laughs> this is my one and then i have to like talk i have a little pep talk with myself to be like no <laughs> t needs to make this take this to the next level so that it'll you take can me take weeks of level. like dropping little hints of just being like I mean, you could just you could send that over to T and yeah. see where that goes, yeah, yeah. and then it won't for like another week will go by, and then he'll be there, and you'd be like, "Oh, I don't know what else to do." And I'll be like, "I mean, T's there if you want to." Yeah, exactly. But that's always good if you like work together, and that's kind of your um, you know, that's kind of where it's at. Then There's yeah, no like a regular, doing that. a regular yeah. collaborator. Do you have anyone who you work with regularly, or it depends? So I've got like a half a dozen really close producers that produce a lot of my stuff, mm. right, and. I'm always open to people sending me beats or working with anyone. Like a producer's got messaged me today saying, I've heard some of your stuff. What want to work with you? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah. But I have the close pocket of producers who send me beats regularly and yeah. um, I look out to you for certain styles. And that's, that's kind cool. of that. Mm-hmm. Um, How did that yeah. grow? Like to start to know that like, all right, cool. These are the guys that I'm going to get beats I from. think like, so I always start with one track. If someone sends me one track and it's cool and it's it works, I'm like, okay, cool. Have you got anything else? Mm-hmm. And it just builds up. And I guess like the same with any relationship, like with anyone you know, the more you like speak to them, get to know them, see what they're about. When they're on this, your same wavelength, you don't want to kind of lose that, like, you know, that work ethic and what you've got. Mm-hmm. So with these, like some of these producers I work with, like a guy called Soul, um, he's produced a lot of the stuff. Coopsology's releasing Dinner for Two, which is coming out soon. Um, I know that they're the sound I like and I work right. well with them so mm-hmm. of course I'm going to want to work more with them and any new producer or any new artist that I work with find that this it could go anywhere from there yeah, yeah. right so I, no go on I no, really, go on you go <clears throat> shut up <laughs> I really like the Dinner for Two sound yeah that I I don't know it's like got like a weird little synergy. This this is what I was going to say. Gonna say. I was going to go down the dinner for two road. I really like it. I think <laughs> it's just got like a little quirky edge to it. Yeah, that like yeah, drew yeah. me in when I first like watched you. Do you get that kind of stuff from him a lot? No, Sorry, that... I've had a shit all over your question. No, <laughs> you no. Finish. Well, I was just making a statement. More right, than a yeah, question. yeah, sure. So he's from America, um, Florida, I think, um, and. I found him by looking for a Lil Dicky style beat, you know, and you type yeah. in the yeah, exactly. style beat. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking for that style, found him, worked on a kind of Lil Dicky remix he did, and that mm-hmm. was cool. 
That's cool. And he liked it. So I said, oh, yeah, if you've got anything else, send it over. And he sent me that. But it was just a minute interlude. And it was called interlude. And it was just a 60-second thing. It's okay. kind of like elevatory music, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. That's why I got the idea for Dinner for Two. Like, it wasn't called that. It was just called interlude. Right. So when he sent me that, I was kind of like, I had the hook. I was like, and it went mm. from there. Mm. And we turned this minute 60-second thing into a full track. And it actually turned out to be probably one of the best things I've done today. Yeah, I would say that that in your set, Dinner for Two, mm. is the most distinctive. Uh, well, it's like an it's not a distinctive, but like it's it's definitely an outlier. Yeah, sure. Set. And is that the kind of thing that you are you going are you going down that road more or? Yeah, so this kind of I'll, I'll take this back like to when I was like age twelve. Mm-hmm. This Please kind of, do. Yeah, so this <laughs> it, it, yeah it'll help with this like, description. But so I used to like. I grew up on people like Eminem, Dr. Dre, like um, mm-hmm. Run DMC, Beastie Boys, LL Cool J to like go way, way back. And I always found like rapping as a way of like releasing and just letting out mm. and just, it was never meant to be a thing. It was just the same people, like the same way people play like PlayStation or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I used to use like Audacity to record my tracks and put them into MySpace and that was fun. Um, so I started off as like a MySpace rapper, the same way people would start off as like a SoundCloud rapper. That's cool. And my MySpace, like, it had loads of hits. Like, mm. like I had loads of friends and, well, friends, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But I kind of started like that and I was having like radio play on like Radio 1 with these really rubbish tracks. Like, right. But the yeah. age thing helped. Right. right. So let's go like forward like three, four years. I was on like Channel AK, Channel U. Um, if you know about that, it's like, it's pretty much the SBTV link up of, I guess, TV. Mm. So that's obviously a massive platform. Yeah. And obviously I was still like 15, 16 then. So that, so that was good fun. That was a good insight to it's kind of like the foundation of where I am now. Okay. So then I was making like hip hop then, like 90 BPM hip hop. Like all through that time, I didn't touch gram, I didn't touch drum and bass. Yeah. Then I went to uni and like was just experimenting with so much stuff. Yeah. To the point where I was doing more grind, more drum and bass, more like, just more different, like different things. Okay. I was what doing a bit of heavy metal. What were you studying at uni? I was studying music tech. Okay. So that's where I kind of learned, um, you know, a lot more about the audio. Mm-hmm. I was still producing my own stuff at this point, mm. but you just enhance it really and you go yeah. for a piss up. But that, that, <laughs> that, 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 that's it. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I finished um, college and I had this year where I was just working, went to uni to buy time, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It gave me a chance to meet new people, experiment musically. Mm. Yeah. To the point where I I have so many songs that I've never released. But that's what you do as like an artist producer. Yeah. You just make just stuff. Yeah. Um then up to the point now where I finish uni, I like I do the video stuff and I'm just trying to like find my way. Mm-hmm. But in my set, which is going back to the first question, and I've just gone off on a mad tangent. But that's the thing. So this dinner for two is not it's me completely. It's that nerdy, fun, vibrant mm. person. Mm-hmm. But if you you went to my set of Slam Jam, didn't you? In, did, up yeah. in Finsbury Park. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of, I guess, my crowd, like the 90 BPM hip hop kind of stuff, the boom bap, either, you know, just straight bars, mm-hmm. which is kind of what I'm about. Like, you could just give me like a beat and I'll just rap to it for like three minutes or anything like that. And mm-hmm. that's like, that's what I want to do. Right, okay. Whereas Dinner for Two is kind of the poppy route. That's kind of the... um. That's good fun. It's still completely me and authentic and something that I want to be making, but yeah, I don't know. It's just well, that's good. It's just though. that step over, and I've had this like foundation of growing all this music, yeah, and I know who I am and what I want to put out and what I want to be, yeah. But 
that's good though because yeah, that's exactly. like a lot of people who don't who have that extra side they'll be like this is my credible side and this is my sellout side whereas neither yeah, of your sides are that do you know what yeah. i mean they're just two different passions that you can pursue in two different ways yeah. and like it's i feel like hip-hop is one of the only genres you can really do that in mm-hmm. you can't you don't get many rock bands that are like oh, i'm gonna like this rock album but then also this jazz thing like yeah you know yeah you have to be consistent have. with your style yeah. and what you're putting out and pretty much your brand i guess like who you are you have yeah. to be yeah. consistent with it whereas rappers like i've had this discussion so many times but like you can get away with a lot more because maybe I don't know if it's like the lyrics, the vocals or that side of it, but you can get so much more of your chest in a rap song than yeah. say like a pop song yeah. because cause you, it's you. It's like your verses are your verses. Mm-hmm. Whereas I if you're like, making commercial music. I feel like you can like, your verses can be relevant over whatever type of beat, whatever kind mm. of sample, whatever kind of. That's what I find super interesting about like spoken words and about rap in general yeah is that it's as if you guys come up with what you want to say and then you just use any sort of beat as like a vessel to say mm-hmm. it yeah. whereas when we're creating it's obviously we're thinking about the lyrics and about the melodies and stuff but it's also very much about where the music goes and where the music takes the yeah. lyrics and the melodies yeah. and i find that i find that part that you guys do way more freeing yeah. <laughs> but I, but yeah. it, it comes from like a like the half of the thing even even for like a producer's producing a beat kind of view is like what's the most leftist thing that you can sample and bring into the and bring into the genre yeah and i feel like that's like a really cool thing to be able to like it just opens up your palette loads because we're still in the kind of like rap genre but this you have a kind of like you can bring it's easier to bring in a lot more mm. because a lot more can fit inside like um or next to a drum beat yeah Do you right. know what i mean yeah yeah i mean that's that that i always find that kind of thing amazing that like you could have an, a rap album or a hip-hop album and it have 10 songs that are in 10 completely different genres but just the guy that is yeah. The fact that the, that guy is the artist, is, that's what makes it a rap or a hip-hop album. I always find that, mate, like Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor album oh, is one yeah. of my favorite albums ever. Mm. If you listen to a lot of that, it's a lot of like big band. I know it's all got like sampled drums and breakbeats in it and stuff, but it's a lot of big bandy mm. kind of show show tune sounding stuff, mm. isn't it? But yeah, like 100%. just because it's him, it sounds like it's, it can be. it's, it's a hip-hop yeah. record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's what sets it apart. I think that's why it's one of my favorites as opposed to, I don't know, early Jay-Z stuff, for example. Like, I still love early Jay-Z stuff. But yeah. that's what sets him apart. Mm. And that's quite exciting. I feel like, because Kanye's got this whole thing, hasn't he, where, like, hip-hop's the new rock in that, like, rock was pushing the boundaries and now hip-hop's pushing yeah. the boundaries. And I suppose it's, it harps back to that a little bit. And you don't have to push a boundary by being absolutely extravagant and extreme and just doing something ridiculous. You can push the boundaries in your own stuff, like just like you, Jack, releasing something different to what you would normally release. Mm, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. Now, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Oh. We were waiting to have you on, right? Because we wanted T here. Hello. Okay. Because T has his own thing called Spoken with an X. Let me just make sure I get that right. Um, <laughs> Spixen. Uh, tune in next week to find out where the X is in the words. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Spoken with an X. 
But you, <laughs> so yours, your project, Spoken, mm-hmm. isn't a rap thing. Mm-hmm. But it's a spoken word thing. Right. Now, I'm playing devil's advocate, and but what's the difference between rapping and spoken word? Uh, for, for people that don't know, you know? The f- main thing is a, a different type of flow or a lack of flow. Right. Whereas, like, spoken word is, um, for the most part, is a lot more about, no, has less to do with, like, you always being in time and always being on a certain flow. And then sometimes it's just, like, it's just the words that you speak. Um, whereas I feel like rap is, as well as much as, much as it's about the lyrics, it's the same about, like, what flow you're having and, mm. and where you ride on the beat and that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So would you say, but then... But then as a spoken word artist, mm-hmm. you purposely put those words in those places to the music, right? Yes and no. Yes and no. Because um, once you've recorded something... Then it's there. Then it's there. Yeah. So you need to perform it that way again. But, well, yes and no. Because a lot of the times you find that when I record something, or I'll find that when I record something, I can't comp. Because... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> for, for people who aren't Sorry. into production, yeah. comping is... Is where what? you have like, uh, like three different takes of vocals, and you take kind of one bit from A and one bit from B, and another bit from C, and another bit from A, and another bit from B. But I can't do that because things don't line up. The yeah, same way. yeah, right. Mm. Okay. Um, whereas, kind of when you're rapping, it's like every word hits in the same place, so you're able to kind of like switch between. Yeah, them. like a singing vocal. Like a singing like you vocal. Pick that. Yeah. Would you yeah. agree, Jack? Yeah, I mean, I I think spoken words are a lot more poetic, and it's a, I guess it's. It's a speech in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, rap is like, oh, it's hard to describe rap without saying it's rap, but um, <laughs> literally <laughs> like... Yeah. That's like trying to describe red without saying red. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. So I've done, I don't know if I call it spoken word bits, but it's a lot more like um, like chopped up flows in a way that it doesn't sound like it's on beat. Yeah. But obviously you've written like these 16s or 32s in a rhythm to know where that that's where that should go, but there's no flow to it. There's no... Yeah. Um, mm. There's no real position for it that sounds like it's in time, but mm. it works as like a spoken word. It just sounds like I'm talking on the thing. But it's interesting because I feel like you could be um, you could be on both sides in terms of like um, if you weren't as nice of a person, you could be like, oh, um, from a rap point of view, looking at spoken word, ah, oh, it's easy because you don't have to think about flow as much. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or even from like... It's less of a... It's a different kind of craft. Yeah, it's a different kind of craft. So you you would... Yeah. So what you're basically saying is... (laughs) Your shit. Basically. No, but then... But then it's... (laughs) There's a whole argument because it's like... For me, I'm like, the reason that I don't consider myself as rap or the reason I do spoken word is because there's a certain... For me, there's a certain level of like emotional intensity that you can only get across by speaking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Do you know? What yeah. I mean? yeah. And your shows are very like that. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty emotional. It's very emotional. <laughs> it's a ride. It's a journey. Yeah. When you're going it is a bit spoken. of a journey. So it. Uh, right. So is there an actual um thing that exists between rap and spoken word? Well, it's like a bit of rivalry. Like, um, I, really <laughs> wa- I really want there to be. <laughs> I know, yeah. There isn't. There's literally I, not. So I, 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 I did a spoken word thing the other day, right? And I was like, as in, I wrote. I tried to write something that wasn't rap, but something a bit more um 
first of all, I think spoken words are a lot more accessible in terms of putting people off. Certain rap, like if you say rap, it has a certain like aura around like it. Like a stigma. Mm. Like a stigma, yeah. yeah. So I I wrote this spoken word thing because one, it was kind of like the genre, the, um, the concept I was getting at for the song. But I listened to a lot of Streets to inspire me. Right. A lot of mm. Scroobius Pip, a lot of Kate Tempest. And, um, Kate Tempest is so funny. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. I think in terms of like musically, of course, like they're different, but rap's different to like a big um, ballad singer or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so there's always going to be that um, mm. difference. Um, so there's no beef between the two communities. I don't think there's beef. No, no, no. We could start some beef tonight. <laughs> <if you laughs> like. I know, yeah. Is there like beef between like heavy metal and hardcore metal? Um, there used to be. Did there really? Well, yeah, because heavy metal used to have like, you know, the thrash. That eventually evolved into like death metal stuff, and everyone's—they're all big fuckers, aren't they? They've all got big beards, long <laughs> hair. They're all stacked, or they're fat, or they're—you know—they're all nails. You're not—you're not messing with them. They're all like bikers. And then hardcore comes in, and they're all like weedy little punk guys yeah. who aren't really punk. They're because, just throwing themselves around. You know, punk guys—you wouldn't—they they wouldn't mess with them either. Mm. But they're not, so they're not. So there was a bit of beef where the old school guys were like, "Oh, these guys are all just a bunch of." <laughs> pansies you probably can't say that this in 21st century but that's basically what it was so that actually was a bit of beef so that's kind of why i i, I think it'd be funny if there was there are these little sub like the metalheads would usually look at all the hardcore kids and be like Ugh. yeah you know yeah well in to change subjects slightly just because you said you're not allowed to say that in 21st century right do you find yourself because in rap, I'd say they, I assume it's one of the genres where you don't have to censor yourself as much. Yeah. Do you find yourself censoring yourself at any point? To be honest, like, I'm not that type of um, person who would say something for the sake of saying something or to offend someone anyway. Mm -hmm. So, from a personal point of view, I don't feel I have to censor myself because I don't have to anyway. Mm -hmm. um, like, I don't have certain opinions about any type of person. Like, I don't know. I'm quite like liberal, I guess. Like, I guess what you're referring to with rap is the whole you know, bitches and bitches and hoes, bitches and hoes, all of this. <laughs> See, but then even that is a whole thing of like <laughs> that's why assuming that all rap is like that. Yeah, yeah no, I don't. I just it's more about like <laughs> that's what you're in for, though. Isn't it? Bitches yeah. and hoes, it's not. Gold it's chains, just I just wonder whether Lamborghinis. <laughs> that's what I'm there for. I wonder whether because because I know that about you because I know that you're kind of you're that you're that kind of person. Mm. Then and then also I look at rap and i see that as you know generally is that that kind of genre where everybody's moaning about bitches and hoes and how yeah. rich they are Mo moaning and about it. And no one's moaning stuff. about it <laughs> no one moans about hoes well <laughs> <happy about it. laughs> and i just wondered whether because you're that kind of person do you find yourself censoring yourself because you know it's you are a bit more liberal and you are a bit more and does that affect the work in, in any way are you like oh, i can't really do that i shouldn't really do that or well, do you guess, just say what you want regardless? Yeah, I mean, it comes down to the person, like, like as, like, the artist or the person, like, releasing this stuff and it's your voice, like, mm. you are yourself and you kind of put out and say what you would say mm -hmm. in any normal situation. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe when I was, like, 14 or 15, I'd make a track where, or I'd say something that kind of conformed to that, like, stereotype. But as, like, you go on, you, like, what is the point in saying stuff like that? Yeah. And that's yeah. why I think it's so transparent now when you see, like, a rapper, or actually any genre, to be honest, who shouldn't be saying that or isn't in that world. It's just, the, like, a front. Like, it's yeah. so transparent. Yeah. That you just see through it. I would agree with that. Yeah. A lot. 
you say that as a you say that as a bitch and and a hoe yeah as a bitch and a hoe (laughs) i i would agree with that first first hand experience (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe it's still a thing that it just blows my mind that it's still like that people are still it was like i said i said to alex earlier i'm really happy at the moment that it's kind of like people don't take any notice of the top 40 anymore because Mm, everyone's like oh it's just full of people who've paid to be there Mm. so like except for like you know your average bitch bitch or hoe (laughs) who's like (laughs) you know doing a kind of like nine to five kind of job where they listen to music in the morning on the way to work and then they listen when they come home in the car or whatever and that's when you're most and then sometimes they have it on in radio during during the day and that's when you're most i feel like they're the people who are most exposed to that kind of stuff but in the same sense i can't believe that there's still rappers who are trying to get away with singing about bitches and hoes and thinking that everybody's (laughs) like oh shit this guy's so cool he's got so many bitches and hoes yeah but you you say that as someone who loves usher and like 90s r&b and that's all Usher never said bitch or hoe <laughs> oh, I don't know if you. Uh, I don't, I don't, we might be able to dig sure yeah, that to, one. Yeah, we're gonna get some people writing oh, in, being was, like, doing this and this. Oh, she and was this. so PG. No, but that should hang what? on. Not whoa, PG. Okay, whoa, like whoa, not PG whoa, in the whoa. sense oh, of like not PG in the sense of like sex. Because all right, yeah, he talked about yes, because he liked a bit of sex. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> but I mean, in the sense of like, in terms of, he was an R and B artist. He wasn't a rapper. So like, they're the worst of them. Have you not heard about R. Kelly? <laughs> Jesus, come on, Shell. No, but if you listen to the majority of like old school R and B, it's all just about like, oh, let me love you, girl. Yeah, Let's what make does that mean? Love, that girl. doesn't mean like we're gonna go and get married and we're gonna have two beautiful children and live. On all right, the yeah, south you of call France. them. You call them me out it's now. Like, it's let just me fair love enough. you, girl. You let me love you. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what you you know you know what love means <laughs> <laughs> in those kind of contexts. Maybe, yeah. Do you reckon there was beef between hip hop artists who were wanting bitches and hoes, and then the R&B and artists. R&B artists who, who just to, wants love to love people, <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, and all the hip hop artists were like, oh, "Fuck those guys! They you know what they're doing." <laughs> they were just being PG about it, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like that's gone. Okay, at all. No, not at all. I don't feel like it's going anywhere either. No. But I'm just, that's what I mean. I'm surprised that people are still getting away with it. But I don't, it's its like, I think it's like the younger people, like the 13, 14 year olds, they just want to hear like. Things about love. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, when I was that age, I was like, Massive oh my God, some, R&B, right? some amazing boy is going to come and love me the way Usher loves <laughs> me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. You do like you as a teenager. You didn't listen to R. Kelly that way. I didn't listen to no. R. Kelly that way. No. <laughs> R. Kelly was a bit out there. It was more like Mario and, and oh, Russia, okay. you know, because right. you just you're you're a teenager and you're like racing hormones and you're always like breaking up with people and you're having such heartache and it's the worst time of your life and you're so emotional. Yeah. No one gets it. I didn't go through that phase. I was a different. No. I didn't have the nineties R and B sub story. Me. Yeah. He, he like dyed his hair midnight blue, um, not black. It was, it was black. It was. It looked black. It but, was supposed to look black. It just said midnight blue on the box. Midnight blue. Yeah, but and it he wasn't... had a fringe down to his chin that he used to straighten with small straighteners. No, no. Yeah, I did. not small. Uh, in my defence, they were not small straighteners. They were medium size, normal size straighteners. <laughs> yeah, but they were skinny they ones. They were my sister's straighteners, and she would probably never forgive me for it because the amount of hairspray that went onto those <laughs> blades. <laughs> yeah, it looked like burnt skin by that the end is of it. Rank. <laughs> but you know, we're here now. We made it through, and it's okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. 
you know, we're, we're all here. We're, we're grown up now. We've got we've got a spoken word artist. We've got a hip hop artist. They're not. They haven't had a fight yet. No. Nope. We've nope. got a '90s <laughs> chav and all a right. little emo, chav. a little emo. So you know, we're all we're all friends. <laughs> Did but, you have any funny phases when you were growing up? Did you have any like? horrible metal phases or whoa whoa why is it horrible metal <laughs> it can just be a metal phase <laughs> you know what i mean just i don't know how phases. like oh, i don't want to like um let this out <laughs> <laughs> i've just heard what everyone said about everyone else <laughs> i don't know like um i don't know I'm not ashamed anyway. I used to listen to Westlife a lot. Right. Nice. Which I liked Westlife. Yeah, we had Chris like, on this podcast. He's yeah. still listening to Westlife. Oh, I'm not still <laughs> listening he's to him. He's like, that's, that's, that's like late 30s. There's not nothing to be ashamed enough. about there. Yeah. You know, when I was like, before I hit double digits, I was listening to Westlife. And then, <laughs> you know, you listen to the Now album. That's yeah. kind of the soundtrack to your... Yeah, life, I guess. Um, I don't know if I've ever listened still to the Now album. Yeah, the Now album. Oh, I used to listen going. to all the Now what albums. I used to love them. Yeah, of course you did. You were proper chav, you. Are you all right? He's <laughs> <laughs> going in on me. What now are they on then? Now, like, I don't know. I think they do it every six months or something. Do they? Do they? Do they? <laughs> <laughs> I think they used to. I swear they do it every six months. Whoa. I thought there's a lot of music that comes out. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. once a year because it was like now 98, now 99, now. It's got to get heavier, right? There's got to be like more and more each year. Yeah, there's probably like one a month now. Okay, it's probably like enough. now seventeen oh one oh one, and then oh one oh two. What the for the months? Oh, that's the year, and then yeah, right. No, I don't think that marking <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> I don't know. No. Oh, there's. Oh yeah. I, go on. You. I was no, gonna you say. Go. Do you? You go. Oh, I hate the way you do that. Do you, you first find it, Jack? Yeah. <laughs> do you find it hard to produce yourself? I so um I don't really produce my own instrumentals at all anymore. I kind of like Why is that? Well, rap's what I want to do. I want to rap. Mm. And I've produced for myself a few times, like I know what I want the thing to, what I want it to sound like, and I know what I want to say on it. Cool, sick. I can do that. Mm -hmm. It takes so much time and it's kind of deters from me wanting to rap. Um, right, okay. Because I, I, I want people to send me beats. I just want to write. I want to write lyrics. I want to write, like, practice flows and just try all this new stuff. And when it comes to, like, the production, it, one, it takes up a lot of time um, to get it right. I'm very selfish and, like, very kind of lazy, I guess I'd say, with putting music out. Because mm -hmm. I want it to be right and I want to do the marketing right and I want there to be a video and I want you know, to have a good momentum leading up to it to the point where I don't put anything out because I don't do that anyway. Mm. Yeah. Um, which is why I'm excited to put Dinner for Two out. But um, I used to produce and I learned how to produce at uni and in college. But I kind of stopped because I, obviously I found these producers who get on my wavelength and I don't know, yeah. I, I just guess that's kind of like my mind frame in terms mm. of making tracks now. Mm -hmm. You share the load a little bit as well. You share, yeah, you yeah. have to like, yeah, because there's so much to do. Like we were talking about it on a previous podcast about yeah. being a small sort of business person now is to be to, to be a musician mm -hmm. or to be an artist or whatever you want to call it. Um, and any way you can share the load is yeah, a, of course is a, is a good way, especially with someone that you can trust. You know? Yeah, I mean, how many people like I know this. I don't know. Well, how many people really like produce all their own stuff, write everything, and mm. not many people do it. Yeah, and if they do, they're doing it with people. Yeah, of do you course. know what I mean? Like yeah. people have um, 
people say this album self-produced, but there's obviously like it's not just that well. one. Person it's not just that studio. one person. There's loads mm. of people behind it who's yeah. helping mix it, engineer it, and do all this stuff. Even just people coming in for a listening session and giving you advice is yeah, exactly. a kind of part of that process. Part of that production yeah, exactly. process. Yeah. But from literally from the literally the roots of it to the kicks, the snares, the hats, and then any sounds, and then it's it's a lot of work to yeah. do yourself. Yeah. Um, Tell me and I kind of just was like, yeah, I was just kind of like, I need to not stop it, but yeah. I, I want to focus on rapping. That's a great decision, I reckon. See, that's yeah. so interesting because I feel like, I feel like I'm in, I'm in exactly the same place as you, but that's, well, you're a control the, freak. That's <laughs> the reason why I have to produce my own stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I feel, yeah. Um, and I, I wish I didn't, like I would, like, I wish I didn't because it's a bullet. Mm -hmm. And it's effort, but it's that thing of like, I don't, um, but maybe, maybe it's that thing of like, I, don't, I haven't found someone else that can get it. Yeah. Maybe. That can get what I need to be done yeah, sure. yet. And I, and I think that's maybe just like a thing of like, I need to find someone that can do that so that yeah. I don't have to have that burden on me. But you go yeah. looking for that though. Yeah, to be fair, like you haven't. Spoken. You definitely haven't looked around. Like you've just been like, "Fuck it, I'll do it myself." Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And also, if you did find somebody who did that, I doubt that you would ever give up the reins and be like, "Just give me a track for me to experiment over." You'd yeah, be like, "Okay, give me the track. Let me have like a few months with it, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah, give them it back, and it's a completely different track." Well, then that's not like if you were to do that, that would be a special thing it'd be a collab like this is a collaboration between mm -hmm. me and this person and that mm -hmm. is what this it's not that wouldn't be how you operate yeah do you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah which is very true like but but i wish i operated like that really i had you don't strike me as someone who does wish like they operate like i feel like for i feel like for the for the sake of the long run in terms of like i've only ever put one song out mm. barely and superman yeah yeah and um which was sick yeah, which was unbelievable. Thank you. I know, but it was and it, and, but it was but like it was, really it was like good. four years ago. And <laughs> oh, ever since okay. then he's just been like, Yeah, I'm gonna write some more stuff. But the reason is that because like I I need to be able to I forgot my point. I need to be able to get it right. Mm -hmm. And so like to be able to like find someone that could like get it right with me and make this process quicker would be amazing. Mm -hmm. But I like there's been people that like I've gone into a session with and I've tried to and like, yeah, kind of but because we didn't do Superman, like uh, me or Jonathan didn't do Superman, our uncle did it. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah and it was like he okay, pr produced it. Or well, wrote the backing track or what? yeah, wrote the backing track. Right. Okay. Um. So it was like yeah, sit cool. That's amazing. But um. And then we kind of outgrew where he was. So it was like okay, cool. Well, now we need to find someone else. And then it just it, I don't know. Like I feel like it would be so much easier because I feel like I would be able to get so much more done. But. I can't because I know I mean I guess it's it's a self thing it's like I know what I want it not what I want it to sound like but mm. I know the kind of levels that I want it to be at and yeah yeah I need to find someone that can like has anyone ever uh I fucking collaborated with you on a chorus I wrote a chorus yeah, for you. Yeah. oh that was <laughs> yes does that come out uh no he never fucking released that look <laughs> <laughs> I I've never been asked so <laughs> <laughs> this, you know, it'll be continuous beef, but whatever. Continuous beef. Continuous beef. Is that the name of your first hip-hop <laughs> <Yeah>. album? <laughs> <laughs> it's all about tea. 
I um I wanted to ask. We'll we'll move on. Like I I just want to take advantage of having someone who works in a completely different genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but we will move on from from the hip hop stuff. But I want to ask like. So I come from like a rockier background. Yeah, I always listen to a lot of hip hop stuff, but ne- it was never, it was never in my musical life. You know, it was just something I listened to. There was no hip hop scene anywhere yeah. near where I was from. So we were like, we just go and play gigs. You go and play every shitty club, venue, whatever you could find. Mm-hmm. And then we went to uni. Gigs got a little bit more specialist, but essentially everyone's just going and fucking playing gigs. Word Even like band, spoken word artists here, T got a band together and they showcased, you know, yeah. his his stuff. Um, and then you get the, you know, we've been, you were talking about doing like poetry competitions and stuff. But like when we came down to Slam Jam, that was probably the probably the second time I've ever been to anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How is what was it? I I didn't go. What was it? It's like. Well, Jack, you... Yeah, you it's basically it. a hip-hop night. Like, they get... Well, sometimes they can have, like, 10, 15, 20 artists on. Like, everyone has their, like, a little set they play. They do, like, an open mic where everyone just grabs a mic and spits bars. It's kind of like that mentality. Right, okay. Um, and everyone there just goes because they love, like, hip-hop, love listening to rappers, want to hear what people have to say. Basically that, pretty yeah. much. Sick. So what I was going to ask was, like, how different... Um, well, this is me assuming that you know about this side of things, but yeah. like my side of things, but how different is gigging for a hip hop artist? I mean, I don't go to many like rock shows, I guess, where there's live bands. Um, mm-hmm. I have recently. Yeah. Um, well, I have since uni because a lot of my friends are in bands and I don't know. I, don't, I guess it's not that different. Like you go to see artists, um, whether it's like 15 or 20 on a bill or like four bands doing a half hour set. Mm-hmm. Um. I guess it's not that different in terms of an artist trying to get the gigs. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, I do, like, showcases where I'm on with acoustic acts or I do hip-hop nights. Right. Or okay. I do other... Do you know what I mean? Like... Yeah, right. Cause I don't you, know if you, that kind of answers your question. No, but. yeah, it does. It does. Because I, I know... I don't... I don't... You know, a lot of the stuff that we do, mm. you got, you're got you on a bill that is relatively tailored to whatever it is that you're playing. Yeah. Um, Be that festivals or or just gigs, normal gigs. So we don't really see much about the hip hop stuff. Yes. And when we do, it's very different. Like I remember we did a gig fucking years ago and there was a hip hop artist on and we did an acoustic set and then a hip hop artist came on and the whole night was just what like, was that set, it was in like Warrington or something. Oh yeah, I remember that. God. I mean, yeah, it was a dreadful gig, but like it just... Changed the tone. It, not even just changed the tone. It was <laughs> just like... And then you could tell that some people who were in the crowd to come and see that hip hop artist were looking at us going like, Why are they what here? the fuck is going? Why are you here? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's just really bad promoter. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Just taking anyone you can on the bill and mm. put them on. But like, I guess there's a place for like every sound or every like act. Mm. Um, like I wouldn't go do a heavy metal show as a rapper. It's madness. <laughs> Um, I would as like a rapper in like a heavy metal band. Like, yeah, I'll, right. I yeah. heavy metal tracks um, with people and that's fine. Like you just, you have to know your audience as well. Like obviously I don't want to keep going back to it, but the dinner for two is for a certain audience. It's, it's got that certain vibe around it. Mm-hmm. Whereas some of my heavier stuff is like, I wouldn't play that. Like you just know your set and you, yeah. the more like songs or the more like you're still you, but you're prepared for like, different gigs yeah, yeah. Um, i found your when i when we went to watch it i found your audience like it's like you found a proper community 
and everyone is like so supportive mm. and everyone just is like so up for yeah people being are like nice right up yeah, yeah like everyone's right up close to the stage everyone is like watching with like exactly what people are doing there's a pin drop you know and then when when there's not a pin drop everyone's like kicking off going nuts because mm. someone's just said something really sick or done something really sick yeah, whereas yeah. when you go and like i feel like we we lack to find that well you and, always... but i don't know whether it's just because it's a different atmosphere in the room like when when we gig it's it's more like people are just watching like they come and they watch a show like there's not you we, you always feel in. like you're swimming up to upstream a little bit for our, our gigs yeah but it's like i've got the people who are here to see us and that's sound yeah but then i need yeah. to win over these other people yeah. do you have that with hip-hop stuff it depends i think it one it depends on you as like you as a person or as a band like mm-hmm. you need to believe in yourself and know that you're gonna like do sick you're gonna get up yeah. go on the mic or like you'd be the tightest band and you're gonna win over that crowd yeah and that's kind of like i start my sets with the big fast tracks like people won't expect it like people don't expect i'm a rapper people think i'm an acoustic singer yeah but um so I start with like the big heavy tracks, yeah. like get them like, oh, sh- I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. For the listeners, Jack's, you know, long hair, <laughs> beard, you got glasses yeah. on right now. Yeah. And then you come out and you, I think the first track we saw you was, was like that humble. It was bang, the, bang, humble. Like yeah. 150 BPM, fast flows. And, yeah. And uh, you could see everyone like, in the oh, room wow. just turn around and go, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on over here? Um, but yeah, I guess like when you're doing a show to people, you don't know, you want to one, get them in. Like I came to see you guys. Um. The Black Heart. Oh, yeah, so yeah so I came to see you there because um, I wanted to see you. I came to see you. I didn't go to see like the other bands. Mm. Um, so I was intent on listening to you guys. Yeah, right. When, when you're listening to another band that you're not there to see, you have to be like sick. You have to grip me. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think the point now. I'm trying to make is like with a rapper, it's easier to do that because you have to spit your bars and you have to get what you're saying mm. across in a way that's easier than say a band who's doing like a three, four minute song where it's like choruses and it's more musical, I guess. Yeah. Whereas you can listen to rappers and like buy into their personality and what they're saying a lot easier because it's just them. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to take in. Yeah. Um, which is a good and bad thing because yeah. if you can put a lot of people off, you can get a lot of people in. Mm-hmm. But I think with rap, it's easier to to people to just see who you are straight away. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. I, yeah, I definitely think that. I was saying to these earlier, I was like, well, I, I think in, uh, like Liverpool suffers from um, lack of any sort of different type of genre other than indie. I think there's, I don't think <laughs> but, there's any, because like what I've found is that even when I was, because I started doing like poetry nights and open mics and stuff yeah. like that, where on the, on the things where it'd be like, 10 people on a thing, you come and do your open mic, you get one song, try and wing over the people in one yeah. song yeah. and then cool, you're yeah. off. Um, and that's a whole, like, that's a whole different scene to like the band scene where mm-hmm. you do like the, um, the kind of half an hour slots and blah, 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 blah. Mm. But, and you can, those two, and those two kind of like live alongside each other mm-hmm. um, and are different. But in Liverpool, you're only getting the band stuff. Yeah, you, you don't you don't get the rap stuff okay. at all. Yeah. There's just like nobody doing it, and then the people who are doing it, I don't know. Maybe they may not either had much competition, so maybe we're not like I don't want to say not very good because who am I to judge a genre that I don't know? But 
it was just that when I come to watch, whenever I've watched like rap people in Liverpool, it's been a very different experience from when I first watched you. So then when I came to that night, I think I was expecting a certain atmosphere. Yeah. And I was like, when I experienced it, I was like, oh, whoa, no, this is cool. This is like, everyone's involved in this. Everybody yeah. who's on stage is like, very one very good mm. and two they like i it's it's if I, it's as if i can feel who they are so like yeah. they're drawing me in yeah, yeah. and it was even just it was even other acts as well like apart i think we were there for like three or four acts whilst you were there and all of them i found myself like watching them and getting involved whereas when i go to band nights i very rarely do that until unless someone really really does something that yeah, i'm like oh i want to like sit up and listen though, right? <laughs> Wow. That's because you don't like music. No, I no. It yeah, probably has something to do with that. <laughs> if you're honest with yourself. Yeah, I'm just a very harsh critic. Right, yeah. Yeah. But like in Liverpool, it was easy to go to those nights and like or oh, cringe a bit at some people because they were just too much or too little. Mm. You know, and they it's it, it and I think that was because they had a lack of like competition or inspiration mm-hmm. around them. Yeah. Whereas you come you come to London and it's you know, it's full of things like that. It's full of those nights that, that you bar is so did. high that you yeah. exactly you, you have, have to be good to it's cut so through. It's so saturated as well. Like there's so many people like Is there? Oh, how can I say this? Just say it in the most in the worst way, in the most <laughs> inarticulate <laughs> way you could. And we'll <laughs> you get have to some the end good of it. rappers and some bad rappers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um Yeah, like not every hip hop night's gonna be the sickest, like Yeah. You, you and know, not you every artist is going to be. Not every artist is. But obviously, this is London and, oh, there's so many nights on all the time and there's so many, like, gigs you can get and there's so many people playing, mm-hmm. good and bad. Um, as we said, it's just literally just being that standout one who can, not even the standout one, but someone who can keep the crowd interested for the whole set or at least enough for them to want to say thank, thank, like, not thank you, but well done after. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. How long is your set? It depends, like, so I can do, like, two songs. I've done shows where I've just gone and done two songs um, and then some where I've done, like, half hour. Mm. It yeah. just depends. I've done, like, 60-minute, like, MC sets over, like, drum and bass or, like, house or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It just depends. It literally depends, but... I mean, it's trickier with the live band stuff. Not, like, for two reasons. One, you're not going to go up there and set up all your shit for two songs. Yeah. No. Yeah, right? no, no, no. But then no. also, you you create this music that... You, or, or we do anyway that you you listen to on headphones and in a certain sort of mindset yeah. you're really listening to it and that's the kind of like you have to you have to buy into the the moody slow intro to then have the epic payoff at the end yeah. or yeah. whatever it is and you can't maybe you can't really get that across in in two, in two songs and you mm-hmm. can't you can't feasibly, you know, practically do it. Whereas mm-hmm. like artists, uh, hip hop artists, spoken word artists, and even some like acoustic singer songwriter artists that's all about lyrics and stuff. Yeah. Can just turn up, do a couple of songs. And you can absorb their personality on. in yeah. the first 30 seconds of yeah. the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I suppose that's, Very interesting. that's part of the deal. Um, so with Woo Boom. Yep. Woo Boom. Um, Woo Boom. Woo Boom. I love it. Am I putting the emphasis in the right place? Woo Boom. Woo Boom. It's over to interpretation. Some people don't even say, say Woo Boom. Uh, <laughs> um, that's like our name we get a lot of Delia Delia De- De- I thought it was Delia yeah I don't Delia. mind Delia I'm warming to Delia warming to Delia what I'm not a fan of is Delia because I'm like where are you getting your second L from yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> correct. they're getting it from autocorrect oh fair definitely yeah. um, but yeah so with the woo boom stuff <laughs> um, how how would people sort of get in touch with you What what how would you normally sort of start working with someone yeah, so 
put it this way, I'm a freelance videographer, is mm -hmm. what I kind of go as is like my job title at the moment. Yeah. So I essentially go over my camera, film stuff, get clients who want like promo stuff done for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. So that's what I do. Like I'm self-taught self in Final Cut. I go over my Canon and just, I don't know, just the same way. It's it's a job. It's like what I love doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, And, you know, I've worked with certain clubs, certain artists, certain like corporate companies. Okay. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of my work. Yeah, that's cool. Um. Portfolio career. Portfolio career, yeah, pretty much. And we touch on that a lot, don't we? On, yeah. With when we were through. Everybody's to always doing something else. That's yeah, of course. Unusual. Right, yeah, absolutely. That's Especially what I mean. in this day and age, where like everybody's so good at everything. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be good at stuff like that. People need to start specialising again. It's too too much effort. No, that that's what you're going to start doing with your avant-garde vocal thing, yeah. where it's like everyone else is doing a little bit of everything, and you're just like, no, nope, I only do strange vocal <laughs> boops. And bah, and bah. Yeah, but thing is, when everyone I do it, that. I'm going to get paid <laughs> a milk. Yeah, I'm going to do it once a year, but I get paid a milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a great job that is. Um, Shall we move on to the uh, to the very first Smegman? Smegman. Yeah. 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 Let's do that. Do you do out by Oasis? Why don't you just go on the Is there any chance you can sound more like a kid? What's your plan B? Why don't you just go on the Oasis? What's Smegman going to do when he's finished with the drums? Okay, so this is our Smegment. What is Jack going to do when he's finished playing the drums? Not even that. What is Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums? Which makes that statement so much more fucking stupid. <laughs> so... <laughs> I hope Jack's grandparents never listen to this. <laughs> Sorry. Um... So for anyone who's not listened before, we had a friend in uni called Jack and Jack when, yeah, when his parents would call his grandparents, every time they'd end the phone call, his grandparents would say, so what's Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums? And, you know, in the meantime, Jack is like touring and finishing his degree as a drummer and he's <laughs> shit hot and they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So uh, it's kind of like, uh, you know, what, what do people do? That piss you off in your area or no, line of work. It doesn't have to Not, piss you off. It doesn't have to piss you off, just but like, it's just funny little quirks that happen in your line of work that don't happen in any other line of work that make you just go, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I've got one for oh, this week. Oh, straight in. Shell's going. I'll take the reins on this one because on. I had one recently and it was at a gig in central London. And, you know, we were just doing our standard background music shit. Oh, yeah. And... I know what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, fucking annoying. <laughs> and a, I don't know, a woman caught us and she was like, yeah, you know, it's, oh, it's really, really good, guys. Sounds great. It didn't sound great. It kept feeding back because they had us in a stupid position in the room. So it didn't sound great. It was an awful gig. And then she comes over and she's like, sounded good. Sounded really, really good. Um, you know, just just keep it upbeat. Keep it upbeat. You know, just keep it upbeat. Yeah. And, you know, you've just come <laughs> out of playing like fucking treasure. Like, what do you want? Yeah. What do you want from me? And it, and you're an acoustic duo. Bear in mind, you're, you're an acoustic. A... You're an acoustic duo, and you're you're playing things like American Boy and Treasure. And I'm like, what? What are you booking? Yeah, yeah. Keep it upbeat. Keep That's it upbeat. Keep it upbeat. <laughs> oh, we had one gig where Book someone a full came. Band. And, someone came and said it to us four times in one gig. You know, keep it upbeat. Keep it upbeat. And they do it in a really passive aggressive way, which is like, oh, sounds great, guys. But you know, keep it upbeat. People are dancing like over there that love all the upbeat stuff. Yeah. Like, well, what are you talking about? We're an acoustic duo. And like, the thing is, the problem is they don't mean upbeat. I wouldn't mind if that's what they actually meant. Yeah. They don't mean upbeat. What they mean is like, 
Get a band. Yeah, that's exactly. They, they, <laughs> no, mean, they mean get a band. Songs that people can sing along to. Yeah, and they just know, dance to, I guess. Like, like straight up and, and not have to um, think, mm. you know? But like, you're booked as a, an acoustic duo. It's background music. It's not fucking, it's not a party band. I'm not Bella the Ball. Well, I'm just doing a job, you know? Right. I'm just fixing your sink. I'm not telling you to keep it upbeat. Stop shouting at me. <laughs> I'm, I'm here to fix your sink. I'm not here to be your sink. <laughs> Does that make sense? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, maybe that. I'm here to fix your sink. I'm not here to be your water. <laughs> no, it's, I think the plot thickens when you do it like that. <laughs> All right. You're here to fit a sink, not to fit a water feature. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. We're going to get lost in this. Yeah. So, yeah, that's annoying. Jack, anything that happens in your work in Woo Boom or through your own hip-hop stuff? That... I'm trying to think. I completely forgot. I was meant to think of something. <laughs> <laughs> little, just like little quirks, you know? Something what annoys that... me or what? I don't know. I guess like... I'm actually quite an impatient person in general. So it, everything and anything ticks me over. Right. If it's not that... If it's if it doesn't suit me. Um, I don't know. I get kind of annoyed when people say, can you do this? And then I do it and send it. This is like a video. like um, Yeah. Like an idea or a project. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, it's completely not what I wanted, but it's exactly what they wanted. Yeah. So they wanted a complete... <laughs> um, they're like, I want dinosaurs yeah. and space. And you're like, there you go. There's dinosaurs and space. And they're like, what the fuck is all this dinosaurs yeah, and space? Exactly. <laughs> but, so that's annoying. So something they'd want, oh, I want I it to be fast moving, it. like really upbeat. Mm. Really, uh, <laughs> like really fun catch your attention so you do it you do all these like quick cuts and all these like big flash wording yeah like, and then oh no it's it's a bit too much it's a bit too in your face and a bit too uh, it's yeah. a pain it happens over yeah like that, you I get guess. that with a lot of stuff you get that in production yeah, in stuff production, as well yeah they want this but you do it and they don't like it they're like oh, i want like a an old school hip-hop beat yeah. And you're like, sweet, there's a whole, there, there, there we go. And they're sounds like, sounds a bit too old. Yeah, it sounds yeah. a bit like old fashioned. <laughs> Is it a bit like oldie timey? Like, were you not just here when you said that thing? Like, that happens all the time in production. Yeah. I bet it happens more so in videography, yeah. though. Yeah. Because like, people are used to watching shit. Actually, no, I you know, don't know because I, th- sorry to interrupt. I, I don't know because I think it's easier to describe something that you want to see visually than it is. To describe something that you want to hear. Yeah, which is why it's which, which is why, why it's more happens annoying more. because if they have this vision in their head and they see it when they close their eyes, and then I, that that's done for them and it's there and they say actually no. Yeah, and they it's more annoying. And no, they, yeah, and they yes. have more. Their uh, the people's horizons are broader for that sort of thing because they watch shit all the time, mm. or yeah. or they or they can visualize things in their head and how they want it to look, but. Vi- like the the hearing equivalent of visualizing something is a different thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So you don't get it as much. People, you put something down, <laughs> you put something down, and people will be like, "Oh, I didn't even think about that." But yeah, that sounds how I want it to sound. Whereas I suppose with videographer stuff and editing, they're like, "No, it just doesn't look like how I picture it." Mm. You know, because your memory's a picture, isn't it? Really, so everyone's yeah. used to visualizing stuff. Yeah, but on the like. Um, like what you said before it's not just gripes it's not just gripes it's things that you just come across yeah and this is something else that i come across oh. and i love oh, and i think love. more right, people okay. should do it and it's now. when it's when right so you know you get people who are like pissing the quiver and like oh mate that was amazing but mm. you know they're giving you a compliment and although they're like breathing on your face you kind of just like 
thank you. And you are appreciative <laughs> of it. But the best is when you get a little old man and he just walks past and he just does this little head nod like. Yeah. And you're like, oh, right. do that again. Yeah. Right, <laughs> and yeah, he's just yeah. like, and he, he put, sometimes he puts thumbs up and he's like. They're the best. And you're like, them, yeah. oh, yes. You're like, I'm nailing it right now. I have now. so much gratification <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, that's good, that. I think I've got two. Go two on, shoot. This is, yeah, just go on. like popped into my head. Number one, uh, I was playing a cojon gig the other day. Cajon is a little box percussion thing yeah. that you hit with your hands. Mm-hmm. You use both your hands to play it. It's just going to be um, yeah. important to the story. Yeah, 100%. Right. So I'm playing my cajon. I'm in the middle of a song. Yeah. Someone comes up to me as he's like, in, on the right of me, the stairs to leave. Okay. Um, and so he gets to the stairs and he stops. He looks at me, he goes, good job. And then he puts out his hand to like oh, fist bump no. me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah, man. What do you expect me to do with this? People do that to Alex I all the time guitar, when he's playing guitar. All the time. Yeah. And I'm, I just love it. I find it so funny that I like go out of my way to do it to them, to give them that fist bump. So that not only, the song. not, yeah, like I would literally like just stop playing for a second and be like, like even if it was just like out of time and everything, just because it's so funny that they don't realize it. They just it. don't, they just don't. It's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Go on. What's what's your, what do you want from one? me? And my second one is. Oh, hang on. Before you do that, right, sorry. Go on, no, just to don't. bring this back to something that I suppose, <clears throat> excuse me, that Jack, you can relate to. Obviously, you're rapping and saying a thousand words at a fucking thousand miles an hour. And Shell, mm. you have it like with singing, you have the spoken word thing. Is that people do that and talk to you when you're singing as well? So don't yeah. oh, when you're in a close environment God. and they're like chatting to you and they're like, "Yeah, so you, I thought that last song was really good. And do you know anything?" And you're like singing or you're rapping or whatever, and you're like, "No, oh, damn, what? I, what now the? is not the time." I have it, and I'm not even vocalizing anything, you know. And it's really awkward because like. You know, you're on a stream of consciousness in your mind. Yeah. And then if somebody just cuts into that yeah. from the left, you're like, holy shit. You're just like <laughs> fall over like thing. a giraffe on roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> hit by a rhino. Exactly. Yeah. Go on, T. Sorry, I butted in there. Right. So my second one. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to do this the most anonymously way I can. Anonymously? The most anonymously way I can. Well done for that sentence. Um, Filling in for George on the uh, this week's grammar <laughs> george had to take his car to the garage this week oh yeah no there's no george i forgot to mention that <laughs> <laughs> so the great um, garage in the sky yeah. so um when you produce a song it goes like you produce the song then you do the vocals you might do like a little bit more production and then you stem everything out um and send it over to mix yeah so and stemming everything out i mean exporting stem, all the yeah, tracks yeah exporting all, all the tracks making it all audio sending it over to the person to mix yeah when you're stemming everything out you're finished that's that's the last bit of the song mm-hmm. so um <clears throat> <laughs> i was doing this bit for someone so i w- and we'd previously listened to the song and been like yeah this is really cool um everyone's really happy amazing cool Getting the thing, and like, I'm pressured to send it to the mix engineer guy because he's only got a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And I haven't got the time to do it, but I'm, you know, I'm making time to do it. Cool. As I've sent it over, and it's, <laughs> it's sent, it's out of my email, it's sent. The it's venom gone. in your voice is so good. <laughs> so, um, as I've sent it over, I then get a message being like, oh, I've just sent this song to my friend. Um, 
<laughs> they think that um, it could do with something pulsing throughout the whole song just to keep it <laughs> just to keep it going right and I'm like <laughs> no <laughs> I'm like you didn't think this yesterday yeah. you were fine yeah. you were happy everybody was happy absolutely I didn't I've think this the song. Yeah. What? I understand that but could we please have something pulsing all the way through <laughs> That's a podcastable sound there right now. Sees what do you want from me? I don't understand. Yeah. And what did you put it in? And I was like, I'll see what I can do. Yeah, and did, did nothing. Did nothing. Yeah. Did absolutely nothing. Yeah, man. We well, you can't do anything because the song's already, gone. Yeah, the song's gone. You're already happy. And also, can we point out that to anybody who doesn't know what stemming is, you don't really need to know what stemming is, but what you need to know is the song is he finished. is the shittest at stemming. <laughs> Whoa, it's coming out. <laughs> no, he's Whoa. not. What he's not. You're very good at stemming. Well, we've but had a few little problems with stemming with tea. We have. And yeah, of it's like you know, stemming is a major stress it's for a, tea. Oh, it's mate, a, it's a stress <laughs> for anyone. That's a fucking not easy. It's a lot of easy thing to do. <laughs> it's like whenever I hear, whenever I hear like you having to do stems, I'm always like, oh, the panic, that, the panic. No, it's it's a, it's it's a, a it's big, a nightmare. big it, You guys say, you're, you're always saying it's a nightmare, but both of you never leave any time to do it. Yeah. But it's do you like, know what I mean? You always just go, all oh, right, that's fine. I can do yeah. that in an so, hour. Like, so for people who haven't got the reference uh, of what we're talking about on the, on the, on the show, um, uh, to, use li- to you who are listening, it's like an artist having a, having a canvas in front of them and they've decided what they're going to paint. They know they're going to paint it. They've done the pencil drawings. They know where all the colors are going to go. And then they put all the colors on the on the canvas and we're like, cool, we're good. And then someone's like, yeah, I like that, but not those colors. And you're like, I, I can reverse this because I could fuck about with it a little bit or I could start fresh. But those colors are on there now and that's kind of done. And that's that's how it, that's that's irreversible. And that's kind of the equivalent, isn't it? When someone it's like someone you paint something and then they go Sorry. like that. But mm. I was picturing it black and white and you're like, Ugh. I just put loads of yellow. Well, that's red the equivalent you... of stemming, or that's the equivalent of what's just to what. No, no, I'm just that's giving it equivalent of what's just happened. Yeah, I'm just giving oh, it a different context. Okay, I was gonna know? say that's not the equivalent of stemming. The, the equivalent yeah. of stemming is like, is like, mm, mm. it's like, it's like, okay, cool. It's like you're doing a painting, and you're doing one of those paintings where you're like throwing brushes and throwing paint on something, mm-hmm. and it's created this sick masterpiece, mm-hmm. and then you've got to go back. And go, ah, oh, this is exactly what I've done. And this is exactly what I've done. And I put yeah. this bit here and this bit here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. What? Yeah. <laughs> I think this comes back to something that we talked about um, Chris, uh, talked about with Chris Weston from the Sappho mm-hmm. Music Group on episode six, I think it was. Um, and that's about the fact that people come in. And he, he said it, like, I think it was to do with parents that he was talking about it with. But, like, it's that you, you had it with friends, right? So it's that thing of, like, I played it to this person and they said this. And you're like, well, what do you think? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, and they're like, and I I genuinely say that to people. I'm like, well, what did you think? And they're like, I "I think what they think. And you go, okay, (laughs) well, then we'll make it sound like how they want it to sound. And you're like, you know, what were you listening to it on? Who is this person? Yeah. What are they, what do they listen to? You're not going to hit every ear exactly the same you I have think, to get it right to your ear i think that was like number one issue for me it was like this is your song mm. and I've, if you get way too caught up oh, it's got really deep really quickly um if you get <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait for what's coming 
this is your song. If you get way too caught up in we got a poem coming. What everybody else thinks about your song, then you're never going to be happy with it because yeah. you can't please everyone. Yeah. It's the same reason why we've decided to do the trilogy in the way that we have, and it's like regardless of what happens with the songs. I'm happy with the product that came yeah, out. Yeah. And that's that's a me thing. Yeah. And we know that because we learned that a hard way yeah. because we did one one springs to mind, made there's probably a couple other songs that we did because of what we thought I'm trying people to get think. you in a certain place and trying to do this. I'm trying to fit into this thing, but it's like the whole point of your art is for it to be your art. If you're happy with the way that your art is, yeah, then like you have to give it to people, not go, oh, what do you think? But give it to people like this is my art. Yeah. And you know I mean? fuck that pulse. No one doesn't need that yeah. pulse in it. Because if it needed it, then we would have had this conversation weeks ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know that when you get that mix back as well, they'll forget that they asked for that pulse. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. yeah. 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 Um, wow. I've had videos. Uh, people have said, like, can you change this on a video? And I've not changed it. And then mm. they've said, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't know. It's just... It's just stupid a opinion. That <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, for the record, I mean? there are no stupid opinions apart from your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you change this tiny little bit? Send it back. Completely unchanged. Yeah. Like, wicked. <laughs> <laughs> it's ready. Yeah, I've probably been guilty of that. Yeah, so, that's probably. But that's the thing, isn't it? Like that's that's why it's funny. Like we're not like we're not we're not berating people too much no, they're, not, they're not they're not they're not assholes we're not like slating them for it but it's just funny it's just when it's funny. not yeah. something that you work in they're not we do that we do that to photographers videographers mm -hmm. to mix engineers mix, mix, mix engineers is the worst mix engineers have got to have it all the time yeah. fucking cool. mastering engineers we talked about it before like, can you just have you just need it a little bit more blue please yeah. i just need yeah. it a little bit more blue the snare could it just it needs to just breed Sparkle life <laughs> Yeah. He's got a sparkle. So like, yeah, I don't know. We're not knocking people for being like that, but it's funny, isn't it? It's and funny. and also, I we, I've definitely been a, a culprit. Yeah, I've, you know, entire um, in my past. Me so. too. Me too. Hundred percent. I can't knock people too much because I'm like, well, yeah, yeah. I, I've definitely <laughs> done it. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. We haven't got George Coleman here, but should we move on to George Coleman's? Um, we should. And snack. while you're doing that, I need to find my phone because my because that's relevant right now. Okay. Okay. There was something weird mm. about you just saying that should we move on to George Coleman's smeg? <laughs> that was weird. I think Sorry. this whole smegment weird. thing might have gone too far. <laughs> I tried to turn it into a nickname, but it just wasn't it wasn't a thing. Sorry. Yeah. So George George isn't here. However, we are gonna press a magical button that is just gonna make George appear in the jingle for this Amazing. thing. Amazing. And I'm gonna do that right now. E, oh my god, who the fuck is Peter Guy? Who's he, lad? All right, so uh, this section is called Who the Fuck is Peter Guy? And uh, it is our music review section. It's not new music. It's not old music. It's just all music. Anything you've been listening to this week. Um, and we try and keep it with a positive slant. Um, Peter Guy is a reviewer from Liverpool who <laughs> has basically reviewed our drum every band that our drummer's been in really poorly. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's just, he's just never letting it he's die. Angry. So, um, yeah, he's angry. So, uh, who wants to go first? Who's been listening to music this week? He's always listening to music. I can go first. Yeah, go on. Go, you go first. Go on. Um, you're, you're starting to rediscover a little love for music. Only because Maybe I get you fucking berated every time I come on this fucking podcast yeah. for not listening to music. Maybe it'll change your happy. life and have an impact on your well, life. Well, actually, I'm getting to the point now where I'm being recommended music. Oh, whoa. I know, I know. So a good old friend of ours, Lee Houston, who is a regular listener of the podcast. Hello, Lee. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. He recommended this. He recommended this for me this week. 
Um, and it was an it was a great recommendation. Is it, is it uh, the soundtrack to A Star Is Born? No, it wasn't. Oh. It wasn't. We've been over that. We're over it. We don't <laughs> need to talk about it anymore. I was even getting. Do we not sh- like it? Oh, let's not go there because <laughs> I was get, I've, I've had so, so much shit. <laughs> I'm getting so much hate for this at the moment. I'm I'm going to be completely ambiguous. Okay, cool. Um, so he he sent me this in the recommendation that you know because I don't listen to much music with okay. lyrics yeah. and also that. I quite fancy getting a harp and learning it one day. So okay. he sent over a lady who is a harpist, and I don't know how to pronounce her full name, so I'm just going to say her first name, which is Lavinia, L-E-V-I-N. Can you spell her last I-A. name? M-E-I-J-E-R. M-E-I-J-E-R. Yeah, My- exactly. My- Ooh. Possibly. Ooh, Possibly. I like that little soft J in there. Yeah, yeah that probably is what it is. Okay, so um, Lavinia Maya. Yeah. That sounds and nice. That, that is yeah. great. He, he sent me over a specific album called... Sorry, can you pronounce Pas- that correctly? A Pacific album okay. called Pasigio. Pasigio, I think. P-A-S-S-A-G-G-I-O. Okay. Um... We'll put the links in the show notes. As yeah, always. we will. But it, it, it's beautiful. It Racer. is stunning. Like she is such an amazing harpist. And there's one track on there that I feel like is off a soundtrack because when I listen to it, I've, I've I feel like I've definitely heard it on something before. So okay. it's either like the opening track to like the title track to some sort of series, or mm-hmm. it's on a movie that I've watched a lot. Sick. Um. So I feel like that's maybe why she's popular because you don't come across a lot of these artists unless you know them. Yeah. Unless you listen to that type of music, you don't stumble across artists like this i don't think yeah we don't really stumble across a harp solo album exactly and i feel like maybe that's why you might stumble across her is because by the sounds of it she might work on soundtracks um cool so that album is just beautiful if you just want some like background music you want to chill out and you just want to like switch off yeah cool anything else no sick that's a that's you've smashed it there i know uh who wants to go next i'll go go on t so um see that microphone in front of your face all right, cool. So, um, knows how to use a microphone. Shout out to to Spotify because Spotify just recommended this guy for me. His name is Darius Scott. Just now. What? Like it just recommends it just now on the fly, or no. oh, um, last week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in this past week, um, this guy called Darius Scott, and um, I started listening to it, and you know, like, like. There's been a few new albums that have come out and you kind of like, you listen to it because you should listen to it. But then you, it's like, okay, cool, I listen to it. I can say that I listen to it, cool. Whereas this one, it was like, oh, this song's sick. I'm going to go back to the start. Mm-hmm. Oh, this, oh yeah, I'm going to go back to the start. Oh, I like this. And I've just had it on heavy rotation. Um, And it's really like, it's it's a little bit gospel-y, which is my shit. I love that. Yeah. Um, But it's very just like, vibey, R&B, like, I'm a musical man. Like I can, I can, I can riff, but not too much. There's, there's live bass. There's live drums. If you need it, we can go halftime sometimes. It's nice. just lovely. Um, it's it's a it's an album called Young, and yeah, this guy Darius Scott. Nice. Really, just like proper, just vibey stuff. Okay, I'm gonna check that stuff out. Yeah, that sounds cool. I need to listen to more stuff like that. To be fair, mm. there's, and there's, your recommendations are always pretty decent. I can rely on them. I think he's good. He's a little vibe. He's Sweet. a little vibe. There's a there's a couple. So, there's one song where he t- 
talks of some stuff and I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? Don't oh, I'm do out. That. I don't want to listen anymore. Yeah. I'm over it. Which is, <laughs> I just have to skip that song every time because I'm like, don't talk stuff. Okay. Like, you're rubbish. Have but, you been listening to anyone, Joe? Can I just say my, um, so the way I consume music is so poor. <laughs> okay. Um, like, Do you listen on YouTube? No. Okay. <laughs> um, so I only do use Spotify and I use like Discover Weekly and um, mm. Release Radar. Mm-hmm. But because I use that, like, it's very passive. I listen to music so passively. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. annoys me. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, there yeah, is yeah. so much music that I just, it's hard for me to sit down for an hour and listen to an album unless it's someone I really want to listen to. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah, the only yeah. person I've listened to is like the Eminem album, like, really intently to digest that. Yeah. But like, um, I can easily disregard, like, not disregard, but like, and this is someone I really want to know about project-wise. I won't listen to any to, uh, to anything else, really. So yeah. I, I'm going through my, like... Um, so I listen to the release radar and, like, Discover Weekly. And I save nothing. Right. So if I like it, I add it. And there's nothing on here <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> apart from, like, maybe some like old songs I like that I've just added because I like that I've searched. So I guess I want to shout out some artists that I do like that people should know in, like kind of my world. I like Sunreal, who's a Canadian artist who's still quite underground, but he's just on the brink of like crossing over. So he's mm-hmm. cool. Man, look look at these people. We're so poor. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've got Eddie Murphy on here, party all the time. No, stop see. it. Oh, <laughs> we got to put that in the show notes. That's oh, going man. in the show notes. That is a jam. You know, you just have them songs that like you put on and it just changes your mood. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of me in my Spotify playlist. Nice. Like my stars. I love that. Because you've got to get then plays up. I love, all, I love all of that. Oh, that's yeah. sick. I didn't even thought of that. I love it. Oh, yeah, man. That. Like, even when on the underground, if it comes on, just, I skip art. I don't listen to myself. That's ridiculous. But it's there just in case. <laughs> is it ridiculous? He's <laughs> like, oh, is it ridiculous? I don't listen to myself. I don't, I can't listen to myself. I, Why? I just can't. I, I am a serial listener myself. to myself. Why can't you listen to yourself? I don't know. I just annoy myself. I wouldn't listen to myself I, to enjoy myself. Like I'm gonna listen to myself. Like I'm gonna put my song on and relax and enjoy it. I can listen to it after like a couple of years. I do that in like a private sense. If I'm like if I'm traveling somewhere or I'm on a run and I've got my headphones on and I'm just in the mood for it, I will just put it on. And yeah. I, I ain't putting it on like out loud for other people. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, that's yeah. that's a bit much in it. Yeah, but I do that quite so, yeah. probably semi regularly to be honest. You my know? mum used to do that in parties. What? She you put my no, songs on. She did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> She did. She did. I, I used love to your kick mom. the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Like one minute it's like spice up your life, yeah. and then like your like moody the song, like proper no. moody. Yeah, and I'd be like, get it off now. I kick proper kick off. Oh. And does shit? Does it come on? And she's like, this everybody, is, this is our Shelly. This is our Shelly. Oh, and then get it off. I love that. <laughs> She's yeah. such a tip. That's so your mom. What have you been listening to? Me. Um, I'm just going to chuck out two, maybe three this week. Because uh, otherwise I usually chuck out loads, don't I? So first things first, I'm going to chuck out Good Tiger, um, who are a sort of rocky, metal band, who are putting out an EP called Redux, Redux, Redux. Um, and it's basically just, they've just, it's an EP that's only got one song out at the moment that is them reimagining their stuff. So people are doing remixes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um it's really cool. It makes you realize how good the songwriting is. And it's not just like mm. fast, heavy, loud, shouty stuff. Um, so that's Good Tiger. And then I'm going to chuck out 
I mean, this isn't anything new, but I'm going to check out Johan Johansson, um, who passed away last year, yeah. 2017. No, 2018. 2018 uh, film it? composer, classical um, musician. And like they're re-releasing uh, his two first albums, I think. Oh, wow. So because I have a lot of his stuff in my library already, I get advertised all that, yeah. you know, this stuff's coming back. So I went back to some like niche Johan Johansson, like his, I think his second album, which is like, you know, old. And um, he's just so good. He's incredible. He's so good. It's like if you want your film composition stuff or your classical stuff with that like weird edge then that you 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 can't go wrong with Johan yeah. Hansen. Like he cool. like there's a whole thing where like Hans Zimmer ended up doing the Blade Runner 2049 um a soundtrack and everyone was up in arms because the director of that film usually works with Johan Hansen and like when you got the Hans Zimmer score for Blade that Blade Runner film it was just like a Hans Zimmer preset it was like push the Hans yeah. Zimmer button and it's like and like I like Hans Zimmer but you know it, it became a cliche on himself Whereas if Johan Johansson had done it, it'd have been some like really oh, interesting. I would have loved to have heard that. Yeah, so like his whole back catalogue, I think, has been re-released because it's been a year since he passed away. Okay. So I'm not gonna. I'll I'll just link to him in the show notes because mm. you just gotta listen to that. He's so fucking good. Mm. Um, I'm gonna leave it there. I've been listening to some other stuff, but I, I wasn't jazzed by it. So okay, cool. Save it. Yeah, Save I don't want to. I don't want to be Debbie Downer. No, don't. Which I normally am. You are. You are. Uh-huh. All right, well, thank you very much for coming in, Josh. Thanks it's for been a me. pleasure, mate. It's, it's been an absolute been pleasure learning about that world that I knew nothing about. Well, you should come to more shows. I will. Yeah, we I will. definitely need I do to. enjoy it. I, I really enjoy them. I'll take it all in. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be there on the... Oh, no. I'm getting confused with something else. I'm thinking of you releasing your song. That's the 5th of April. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Everybody video. I haven't shown you guys it yet. No. no. I think I will. I think I'll... Uh, oh, really? Can't you show us It's actually done. It's all. Is it? Oh, I've been such. A, I've been sat on this song for like two years, one and a half years. Oh, yeah. you could just like sneakily show us and it. This yeah, I mean, like the video's done now. <laughs> oh, sick. little exclusive. Nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Check like fifth of April. Check we'll that put, out. Yeah, we'll put all the links to your social media and everything. So check it out in the show notes and go and check out Jack Light and go and check out Woo Boom or Woo Boom. Woo Boom videos. Hit me up. Yeah. 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 Social media promos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> hopefully starting to create some sort some sort of a community around this. So hopefully yeah. everyone will you know get to know each other and everyone's got everyone's tied in somehow. Gang, gang. Right. So. So T. Yeah. What 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 are you saying? Yeah. So yeah, man. Sounds great. Oh, T, he doesn't even know us, his own sign. You brought up? us into the episode. I think it's only fair that you take us out. Can I like <laughs> leave on a quote that's just come into my head? Go on. Saw, yeah. Like, um. Oh, I can't remember. It literally just came up earlier, and I was like, it sounded like a meme, but it sounded like it actually was really deep. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so uh, I can't remember who said it, but um, this is quote. So there's two important days in a person's life: the day they were born and the day they realize why. Oh, oh nice. Oh, see you next week, folks. Yeah.